0: As five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references, it's time for Roll for Combat.
1: Hey there, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host Steven Glicker, and in this week's show, the boys finally made it to the Temple of the Twelve, but they interrupted a baby mountain eel that was gnawing and just devouring a dead cultist, and now it wants to devour them. Let's see what happens. Also this week, my GM PC tip is what to do when you have an impossible encounter, i.e. an encounter that has no chance for the PCs to live through. What do you do? As for what's going on in Roll for Combat land, it's kind of quiet. We did just finish up the Starfinder Society 1-4. If you want to listen to that, that just finished up, and you can hear all three episodes. We're also playing a lot of Dead Suns, trying to crank through that because we're going to have a lot of things coming up in the near future. We got the Pathfinder play test coming up. Got more Starfinder Society coming up. Just a lot of things. We're trying to get through a lot in the quiet month of July. As for August, I will be at Gen Con, and if you want to see me, well, I'll be walking around all over the place. I'll be wearing my Role for Combat t-shirt. I don't know if anyone else is going to be showing up from the Role for Combat team. We did all go to Pizocon, but Gen Con, not everyone can make it. So right now, it's just me, and a couple of the fans from the show are all going to be there. I will also be running adventures. So, if you go to Paizo, and you want to play some adventures, I'm going to be running the specials. That is Thursday night... Friday night and Saturday night so Thursday and Friday night I'm going to be playing and running Pathfinder and then Saturday night I'm going to be running Starfinder and it's levels 1-2 so basically if you have a low level character and if you want me to run it look for me and see if you get assigned to my table. Also, on Sunday at 2 p.m., we're going to have a get-together. It's actually officially on the schedule. You can look at it. Just go to the Gen Con schedule and type in Roll for Combat. I'm going to be giving out t-shirts, and there's going to be other people there as well as myself. So come on, say hi. Actually, if you run into me in the halls, I might have a t-shirt for you as well. I said, we'll be carrying around shirts and just giving them out to people, fans of the show. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy the guys rushing the temple Let's see how that goes. As you stumble up, you manage to find a plateau that is almost a respite. And you do see there were actually marks in the soil that obviously lots of people and heavy equipment came through here recently. In addition, you notice another stairway that continues up to the north. However, you also notice in the bushes that are moving, a large creature appears to be eating uh, one of the deceased cultists that died to something horrible. And it notices you at the same time you notice it.
2: No! Roll for combat!
1: good news is it does not get none of you get sort of a reprise because you found it and it found you all at the same time and so it's just there wayless is up first and wayless is like oh uh let me come up he moves up his uh his five feet it's so bad that wayless is first
0: chris beamer is playing the lushunta operative hiroji
1: tuttle's up tuttle you cannot you can't see it from this angle and it's going to be difficult terrain to move up these stairs because it's extremely steep. All right. Um, I'm going to have Cheddar fire his jump jets, though.
0: Jason McDonald is playing the Soki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail and his drone, Cheddar. Okay, well, he goes so, after
1: you. so Oh, what are you okay. Doing? It always goes you for- so I'm going to move my 15 feet and then I'm going to have Cheddar I think I'm going to have him let me just measure the distance but I think I'm going to have him fire his jump jets and skip ahead of me I think you okay. can make it up to the I uh, can almost make it to the top of the stairs if I do that You can't quite see this creature because you're too far down. It's not that you don't have line of sight um, point to point. It's that you're like a good 15 feet down so you have to get up to the plateau to see it Actually, I can just double. I can just double move Cheddar and have him get up to there. Got it. So Cheddar's almost to the top of the stairs.
3: That's almost. his jump jet move. No, he just. So I,
1: I did not use the jump jet the time because he can get up there with just his normal. You can get there with his normal move. Rusty is up.
2: All right. Well, I'm moving forward. There it is. Uh, I I didn't have my weapon in my hand. I do now.
3: Yep. Mo is up. Okay, so I'm going to do a double move also. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier Mo Dupinsky. Um, I have my pike out. Um, I'm going to, uh, or I get it out while I'm making my move. Sure. Think that's all I get. If that's difficult terrain, it's difficult terrain. So that's fifty. I thought you move. Yeah, I get. I get one more. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Actually, so I'm gonna good. do this. Yeah, that that's my move. Sorry. That's oh, right. So this
1: thing goes, and when it goes, it looks at Hiroji and Mo and stares at you with its strange compound eyes. You two, give me fortitude saves.
4: Ah, uh, I'm really far away,
3: though. No, yep. does he go have line of sight? 60 feet. Yes, oh, he, does. he does. You're yeah. on the plateau. Yeah.
1: I'm don't I'm don't, I'm don't I'm I'm I
3: have cover or something like that with all this rush?
1: Line of sight. Mo gets a seven. Mo gets two. a seven. Fails. Hiroji gets a fourteen and succeeds.
4: Yes. yes.
1: Mo sees this creature and is paralyzed by its gaze. You are paralyzed. Is that you- a fear
3: based? It is why? What do you get for the fear base? It thing. might be fear base. The vesk thing? No, it's only a bonus. It's I think it's a plus two. Yeah, you're, you're not even close. You're, you're. I mean, you can roll a seven. You're not even close.
1: Um, so you're paralyzed. You are frozen in place, unable to move except squirm slightly, move your eyes. Um, you're not helpless though. You still have a dexterity modifier of minus five. You can take purely mental actions, but no physical action. And you... That's perfect for Mo. Okay. <laughs> You're basically paralyzed. You're like, ah, what is this thing? What is this thing? Um, and then hmm. it just moves out a little bit. And Actually, that was a free. Sorry, that actually is free. That doesn't actually cost anything. That just occurs. So it is going to move. And... Wait, what's its movement? Hold up. Hello! It moves... 35 slash... It moves 35 over to Mr. Mo and bites you. That's 35? Yeah. 35. Ew. 19 for 33. Missed you by critting by 1.
3: And bites you for 12 points of damage. Roji is up. Oh my god. Oh my god. This D6 plus uh, 9 on its bite.
4: I'm going to invoke my, uh, my ability to make mirror images. So... That
0: that's I'm gonna do that once a day. You got it. Here comes a mirror image.
2: Yep, we're looking forward to seeing one.
0: Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Uh, I think it's a 1d4. Yeah, um, it's 1D4, 1d4, and I've uh, listened no, to the podcast. I, I you
2: misunderstand. Yeah, that power. Gets, you it's, it's, it's a one. If
1: you <laughs> have rolled a one, give one. every yeah. single and there time. It is. He's rolled a one it. again. I you've. Ne- I think once you rolled higher, you've rolled a one every podcast. It's amazing. So you rolled yeah, yeah. A one again.
2: Uh, 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 no. wow. <laughs> you, you must. You seem to misunderstand this. Oh, universe. it's
3: amazing. It only does.
2: I actually, I sure I'm remember. actually
1: looking to see if you actually rolled a one d4 just to make sure, and you did. You rolled a one d4. It's amazing. You've never rolled higher. I believe you get a second mirror image at level twenty.
4: Yeah, I'm I going to attack. I have my sniper rifle. I have a cause. What's the mirror image? Is that a move action?
3: It's probably a free action. No, it's a standard action. Standard. So then you can't attack. Yeah, dude. All right,
4: I'm going to set up my. I'm going to move then. Let me do that. Get a flanking. What are you doing? No, there's no flanking, dude. Uh, I can't flank, I'm not melee. Are you done moving? <sighs> run, run, run away. No no I am running I'm I'm She's running away. Done. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Whalos is coming up. Whalos is right behind Mr. Tom.
2: Whalis will save us. Excellent.
1: Mr. Tom oh, I'm going to have to draw um draw my weapon. Draw and then I will send Cheddar
3: in to Does this thing have reach? Oh yeah, it does you not don't know? It did dogs. not I'm
1: seem sure to happen. Maybe if we did
3: a, it had to go right
1: check. next to. Well, you can't see it yet, so I'm not going to tell you. And if it, you can't see it just yet. Oh, you're not moving. You can't draw and move at the same time. Yeah, but there's not really anywhere for me to go at the moment. So, <sighs> cheddar, what are they immune to? It's like, he's not a living creature. So, oh, he's immune. So, yeah. Good job, Cheddar immune. Okay, he's going to attack with the tactical razor bat.
3: Tactical razor bat.
1: Oh, look at that. Hits. Wow,
3: he rolls an 18. Nice. 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 (laughs) I know. Four points of damage. Nice. That's that's respectable.
2: All right. Um, As a move act, is there going to be any difference in its cover if I'm here or five feet to my right?
1: Well, what do you mean its cover?
2: Like a, will it a have additional Black square points, that's blocking cover, us. Cover anything like that. Like it's you know. It's, will I have a a worse attack? Option no. If I'm close. okay. No. I'd rather stay right. Uh Then I'm going to move action. I'm going to pull out a Mark One healing potion just for the hell of it. But as a standard action, I'm going to shoot it and also invoke my uh clever Faint.
3: Oh, by the way, did someone take those two Mark One healing potions off of the uh, guy at the temple?
2: Someone asked them, but.
3: I'll presume someone presented. did. I don't know. Do yeah, sure I don't. Sure. <laughs> I just remembered those. Can't believe that. We should probably presume that I did. Yeah.
2: Well. We always presume you took the
4: lead.
3: He rolls a one for an attack. What? What?
2: But on the plus side, a bluff of twenty-nine.
3: So wait,
1: you actually? But you think you can see it from there? Because I said you can't.
2: Oh, I thought you said it was no better, no worse, no matter where it was standing.
1: Well, right now it's no better, no worse because you can't see
2: it. Well okay then moving closer to it I never yeah, better chance. Yeah you got to move up. So then. in answer to yeah. my question would there be any difference between here and to the right to the right I could see it and here I can't.
4: Oh Rusty, you got to get in there get a you got man up get your nose in there Rust get a man up.
2: Oh that's fine I was happy to do it. I, I was asking the GM. Oh you're
4: happy to do this.
2: No I this, was going to. <laughs> I do not
4: I do not believe that happiness entered into your question. All
2: right Steve um are you negating this movement I've made, what, what would you like to
1: do? No, you can do the move. Um, but then, do you want to do the attack? Or well, then I move the and I shoot.
2: That's the point. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, you can do that.
2: Right. Uh, I, I missed. Do you want me to re-roll the bluff? Oh,
1: no, you keep the bluff. No, you can... He has to re... If he's going to re-roll, just re-roll all. Because right. it's it's a confusing map because just like it's three D we're going upstairs it's 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 very tight it's it's a lot going on well,
2: I, so. I, and I hope you understand that's why I asked oh
1: no 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 you're right I just misunderstood that. your question well an interesting dilemma Mo is an inert object but I still say he gives you cover
3: uh, so you're with a missed... large
1: sized creature like that. Dude, it's whatever his armor class is, what his armor class is. I have nothing to do with that. So you cover. barely miss. It has nothing to do with that. In fact,
2: I don't care about that, but I do get a bluff of 30, actually more than 32.
1: Yes. So your bluff is fantastic. So this creature is confused by you.
2: 38, yes.
1: Uh, the foot is on the other shoe, if you will.
2: All right. It is flat footed to everybody for the next round.
3: No. Can you bluff? That is good. Can you bluff before you shoot?
2: Now uh, I do my Clever Feint now as part of a standard action attack, as opposed to my having to take a standard action just to do it, okay, uh, which but... is good. But it, it also means through the end of my next turn, it's active. So next round, I can do a full round of attacks. Oh, so it's so, so it's
3: so it doesn't active. last for two attacks ever.
2: Uh, it will last for all of the attacks between now and the end of my next ra- uh, turn. Okay. But I mean, so when you, you twice, say you, you do, you do that above. in
3: tandem with your standard action... It would seem to me you would want to roll that before you actually take a standard action to attack.
2: Uh, Steve, that's probably something we need to look up. I was reading it as it would not take effect until after the attack, but I could. What like. are
1: you
3: trying to do? The bluff?
2: John's the one who's asking this. I, I, I think the bluff happens after the attack. He was asking if the. bluff Because you would barely
3: missed. I mean, that's that's a, that's like an extra
4: attack. I, I think the know. bluff
2: happens after. But.
3: What's the name of it? I can look it up
4: quick.
2: Clever feint.
4: I think you feint them first, and then you attack.
2: Uh, I am making my feint that affects it for the entire group as, oh, yeah, part, that, of my, totally... as part of my attack, which means the yeah, attack yeah. is happening. I cannot gain the bonus during the attack.
4: That is
1: correct.
2: Right. That's how I read it as well.
1: It's a standard action. You can fake out, but yours isn't. to Bluff check the same. Yeah.
2: Ah, Gets I'm sorry. No, no, no. Look at Clever Attack is actually where we get into. Applying Clever Feint before resolving the attack. It's actually in the words of the that ability.
1: Okay. So wow. in that case... Right. So it
2: was left footed to me, by the
1: way. Then you hit it.
2: Wow. Thank you. John, nice job. It's a very good job. John. John, I think you've yeah.
1: actually graduated. You have... You, <laughs> I know. That is was one of the... Impressive. I think it's one of the few times it's not an insult that you rule lawyered
3: us and that yeah, shows that well, you have I, become one with these It just didn't make any rules. sense. I didn't know the rules. I've never heard of that. Uh, no, yeah. I, I was just, it's I weird to roll a bonus... After you make an attack.
1: You're 100% right. But, you know,
3: I try to help you guys as much as
1: I can. I've got a million things I'm keeping track of. So no, no, or, that's
2: sure. Right sure. John, I should know my abilities. I had read the ability incorrectly, obviously. Very nice. Yeah, if I
1: saw you doing it wrong, I would have pointed it out. But now we know. And the more you know. So roll Great. your damage.
2: All right. So that's the, the arc pistol. What's that? D6? I'll do
1: it real quick. I'll do it for you. Six points yeah. of electricity damage. Uh,
2: plus two. And that's it. So, yeah.
1: Well, it
3: has the plus two. Does
2: right that there, so. do an area Whatever. of... Whatever. do six plus two. I don't know. I think that yeah, yeah. Oh, you already actually it. I got it. Thank you. I'm done. Sorry.
3: Okay. Being oh, wait. Rules Mo is up. Again. Well, wait. Mo either. is
1: up. Mo, you actually... I did it in the wrong time I was supposed to do it in the beginning of your turn. So you no longer are paralyzed.
3: And you are still holding your weapon. Okay. You're up. Alright. Um, being a rules lawyer again... Um, since that arc pistol has electricity, does Mo or Cheddar take any area of effect? damage?
1: no, no. Okay, no that's only sure. nope, nope. That, none of that works like that. That's okay. like <laughs> that would be something from like three point five. That's way too complex for these rules. Okay, okay.
3: Uh, so I'm gonna do a full attack. Wap wap. Wow. Get my far dude. Yeah, here it comes. Give a fuck. the... Yeah. Okay. Holy crap.
2: That's the way to do it.
3: There it is. Nice. That's how we play. Rolls go an 18. John. Go. Rolls an 18 and a 17. Total 32 points of damage. That. Wow. That
1: hurt. That it did not like that.
2: John, between us as a team, we did 38 points of damage. I love nice it. Time. We think a good team. Go us. I'm yes. going to
3: take a swift action to high-five Rusty behind me. Oh. You can't. Yes. You can't.
2: I know. I'm joking. I'm
1: joking. Well, now it takes its full attack back on you, buddy. I
3: love It
2: It was nice being partners. Yeah. The... What
3: about uh, cheddar? What about Cheddar? It, it's well, negative. it only hits you No part of cheddar. He wants <laughs> all. Hey, don't try to pin your. Don't try to pin your damage on cheddar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cheddar yeah. is tasty. Well, cheddar is not. An almost innocent he's bystander. Not, he's in
1: not office. even alive. It only likes living creatures. <laughs> it's here with the twenty-eight for eleven points of damage, but it missed you. It missed you with a 20. What the heck is your armor class? Oh, wait a yes. minute. Cheddar has protective coloration.
3: Does my thing... Do, wait, wait. Do I have a, a kinetic uh, bonus still?
4: No. Oh, wait. Gone. No, no, no. That's That's been day. for days. That was days no, my... ago.
0: Yeah. Keroji's yeah. yeah. uh, up. Right, I'm going
4: to okay. use my new rifle. I'm going to attack with my trick attack. Let's do my skill first. Um, hold, please. It's been so long. You forgot uh, how to do it. Please, no, it's just always clicky and fiddly
3: no I, I I totally sympathize when you have lots of skills uh so many you, skills. you usually have the wrong tabs open I know, but uh, you you no. can quick skill your um trick attack so
1: that you always just press the button to get it. I would recommend that for you twenty seven you easily mm-hmm. faint it
4: that's right. right. but,
1: so. but but it doesn't stack well, I'll give you the extra
4: damage no 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 oh wait okay. uh, yeah yeah you plus, well, get the actually, damage it's for the damage but like one of the things i can do is give it the uh the off step so i can give the mice two to attack
3: it's already have the uh, it already has flat footed so i'm plus two on this attack uh no you're not you are plus three attack with your coordinated shot with mo because he is in within melee range and right, I'm 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 gonna use my Lizard pistol, but it's this different weapon.
4: It's all good. No, I have your gun in there. I have your gun. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. I
1: right, Let me redo it. It's towards the bottom. You're doing a full attack, right? It's impossible. You can't do a full attack no. with it. Oh, because um, he's doing the sniper stealthy. rifle. Yeah. And the stealthing. The two. The sniper rifle is basically made for operatives because you cannot yeah. do a full attack with the sniper rifle because yeah. it takes a move just to reload it. And it holds one chamber, one round per chamber.
4: Yeah, but in theory, I can do a lot of damage with that, because I did sneak him up on right, Are you doing uh, your attack, or are you talking? Come on. Uh, I'm close. not seeing I'm not seeing the uh, It's a choice, very big yeah.
1: tactical Sharon eye rifle at the very bottom, the first page. Laser, Rusty's gun, tactical arc pistol, needler pistol, tactical Sharon eye rifle.
4: It's not at the bottom. It's like in page two. I have four pages of
3: weapons. All right, here we go. All right, well. Steve, really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Rolled nice. A eight for damage. Okay. Sixteen hits for twenty three. Actually, hits for twenty six. Um. Ten points of damage. Ten points of damage. So you rolled a d ten. You rolled an eight. Oh right, sneak attack. You got another three. Oh nice. Thirteen damage total. Dang. Nice. I was right. I'm Wayless is like, what's going
1: on up there? Should I be bringing my cooking supplies for future meals?
3: (laughs) Yes.
2: Oh, yes.
1: Well, Tuttle has no shot, so he may have to help Wayless with the cooking.
3: Oh, my Uh, meals are good eating.
1: You can't see it from back there. You're still too low. No, even if I move up, I don't think I have a shot. No, it's a pretty bad shot. It's like a minus 12 or something.
3: Is that black square to the left of me? Like...
1: No, I mean I I drew the lines on the corners. I don't even think I can hit from right behind, Rusty. Well, I don't even think I can. What you about That you have a, a bottom corner to bottom corner. You can hit. You just need a line of sight. You're just gonna have massive oh, covers okay. because you're shooting through a million people. Well, I'll well, all right. I'll give it a shot. So you I get plus one. Oh, actually, no, you don't. Well, keep in mind if you shoot, then Chatter can't do anything. Yeah, he can still attack. Oh, that's right. Uh, I forgot he's in, he's already there.
3: Oh, I totally want to see total kill steal this, and it's flat footed too. Not enough. 18, but you need it a little
1: bit harder than that. Cheddar's up.
3: Come on, cheddar. It's
1: time for some so the button is tempting, but let's do some chainsaw wings. Oh, you have to do that on your you have to do that on your your turn.
3: <laughs> cheddar, cheddar, cheddar.
2: I love the phrase. Oh, there we go. Oh, Crits. Nice.
3: Wow uh 20 yeah wow he critted i
1: believe that that,
3: that, if i recall correctly that may give it like a bleeding condition
1: oh wait a second this has never come up ever which with cheddar cheddar gets to roll on a special critical table damage
2: table is this crazy goblin technology crit table yes yeah
3: this has never come up wow that's awesome Give me a fusion
4: of man and goblin. Give me a (laughs) one. Or it'll heal it
2: completely. I mean, this is goblin technology.
3: This is great. Oh, Oh, wait. Let me double check.
4: Actually,
2: maybe Wait, I
1: think that's on you. Hold on. Give me a second. I got to. This has never come up, so I have to. Oh, it might be a crit against
3: Cheddar. You mean? No, no, no.
1: It's. just give me a second. Just hold There please. would be weirdness if he suffered a one. If he rolled a critical fail, he would actually have to roll on a special table for that. Yeah, that would suck. But it <laughs> well, is is—it is a different that. mechanism for crits than in, than in Pathfinder. So there's something called the critical wound, which is, so I think it's like a, you know, specific effect you have to roll
4: for. I love where I am. I'm just sniping people from. Rain. Yeah,
1: you're, you're
3: just loving. I'm, I'm, right doing,
1: I'm doing what I do. Okay, so chainsaw wings do a critical wound with a DC tw- 13. That actually probably went up, but I think that's a DC 14. I got a double. Yeah, I think so. Give me a second.
4: I can't wait for my Cheddar t shirt because I have one coming. I'm going to wear proud. By far the most popular.
1: Yeah. Cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> By a mile. Sorry, I'm just looking this up. This actually has never come up, so... Okay, a wound. The target must succeed at a saving through a listed type and suffer the listed effect. Okay, so... Wound is very fascinating. The DC is 14, so let us it do its fortitude save. Oh, it made it. Oh. Otherwise, we would have been seeing some really wait, wait. Flat-footed, fascinating flat-footed, stuff. flat-footed, hold is on. Has nothing, nothing
2: to do with that. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> well, I'm trying to work the... It's it's because you could actually lose an eye, an arm, a brain, like all this all this awesome, awesome stuff. So
4: Oh man.
2: Yeah, sorry.
4: But he killed that and assimilated its brain.
1: That'd been awesome.
4: Yeah. Wow. So
1: it's it's in really, really bad shape. It's not dead yet. However Still didn't like that. Mr. Rusty, on, Rusty sees it. it and all it, right, it says, so. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before you go, you're paralyzed by its yep. gaze. So give me a fortitude Am save. I? Yeah, you can be. So give me a fortitude save to see if its compact eyes mess you up. 19. Eight, you're 19. fine. You're fine.
2: All right. Then I'm going to try and shoot it directly between the eyes to just because I'm annoyed by that gaze. And I could take the benefit. You know what? I'm going to do my clever attack as well to try and extend it for another round. So I
3: think he can actually hit that thing with...
2: Oh, uh, no I don't mind. like that roll. He rolls... What? Your bluff?
3: Oh,
1: you, wow. You rolled Man. a 2? Right. and Do you like that? One. actually,
2: for the very first time, miss a bluff roll. For, for the audience, I rolled a 2, so I decided to use my ability to re-roll it, and rolled a 1. You okay. take
4: the lower of 2 rolls?
2: Oh, I took the second roll, is what it is. I rolled a 2, so I had the option of re-rolling it, and I did worse.
3: Wow. So, your attack missed? Is that what the well, first he, roll he also I,
1: he attacked as well, but his attack was a two. Yeah, my so attack, I didn't care
2: about. We
3: need, we need, to, yeah, yeah, See? we need
1: Mister Data here to explain. Uh, statistically speaking, you had a ninety percent chance of rolling a better roll on the second roll. Thank you, Mister Data. <laughs> Thank you, Mister.
4: It was actually a one in like three hundred chance that you didn't roll that. Wait, so yeah. uh, are you done? I think you're done.
2: Uh, I'm done. Yeah, I I completely failed, and it's not flat-footed to any of you.
1: Mo is up. Do I need to do the fourth save?
3: Finish him.
4: No, you're
3: you're fine. Is this creature dead yet? I'm gonna no? do a full attack. I put in the minus four already. There it is. Oh my god! Damn! 360s. We get a
2: monster. Or, uh, we get
3: a 24. serial killer, dude. Hey, if I'm rolling sixteens, it don't matter what I. I mean, that, that's right, good uh, yeah. You're you're a serial killer. I am loving the the high rolls. It you was might
4: weird. you might be a monster, you might be illegal alien. So, actually. you guys killed yeah. this thing so
1: fast, I didn't even get to describe what it
4: was. <laughs> but basically, it was a
1: it appeared to be this mountain eel and it's this large animal and when you interrupted it, it seemed to be hiding kind of against the wall in the bushes eating a dead Probably a cultist, and you interrupted its meal. And the funny thing is, this huge nasty uh, mountain eel, This was a baby. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was. Oh no!
0: Yes, <laughs> this it is was, the it baby. It was a speed bump, is what it was. Exactly. Oh, I don't think I hear that.
2: So uh, with right. that, yep. Well, cool. All right. Hey
1: everyone, Steve here. So quick interruption. Just to let you know, we recorded this as two separate shows. I actually do this fairly often, where we'll take two shows and just stitch them together and you won't know. Well, the intro for this show, which I sometimes cut because it doesn't make sense to be in the middle of the show, was actually pretty funny. So I thought I'd keep it in and you can hear it, even though it's a little weird that there's an intro of like what happened last week, even though you just heard like the last 20 minutes of what happened. We actually did these a week apart. So that's why you might hear us not remembering exactly what you just heard like 10 minutes ago. So just a little bit of uh, behind the scenes of what we do here. But yeah, we usually record like two, three hours at a time, and then I usually get two, three shows from each one. And last week, I kind of messed up. I should have cut it after the eel battle and have the show start here. But somehow, it looked like there was another hour left, but there was something wrong with the recording. So a little secret, a little behind-the-scenes thing. So here you go. Here's the intro that should have started out this week's show, but now you get to hear it anyhow. So last we left off, you guys were fighting a baby mountain eel that was innocently eating a corpse. You interrupted its meal. And you obnoxiously killed it. Before it could use you as dessert. But it's dead. You guys are assaulting this temple. You're on like kind of a plateau. And I don't see anyone taking any damage. You're all like unread. So this is weird. I don't know. I I don't understand what happened. It looks like you guys actually had a fight last week. And everyone's healthy. And the monster's dead. That is really not normal. What's going on? Is that in our contract that that's allowed? I I don't think so.
2: On the plus side, I think we used a couple of daily abilities that now we've used up for the entire day when we fought the tiny little baby animal at the foot of the stairs. That's
3: true. Hiroji used his mirror image, which was absolutely crucial. Crucial. Uh, And the spell is called mirror image, not mirror images. So... Yes, um, yes, that's correct. Well, it's
1: actually holographic clone, which is oh. appropriate because all he ever gets is one. Is a clone. It's a
3: singular. I suggested on Discord we are just rename it
1: Hiroji's imaginary friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hiroji, you still have detect thoughts, which you
3: can use once per day. I, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Um, did we search this corpse?
1: No, we ended last time. You guys literally remember. killed it, and that's it. And that's when you guys. And then we stopped. So uh, last we yes, left off, this little baby mountain eel is dead, and that's it. So what do you guys do? Yeah,
3: and, and
4: uh, it's amazing did, did Roji
2: remember that. to get like a trophy from the poor innocent puppy he killed?
4: He didn't even do that yet. Yep, I go over and, and cut off a piece for a trophy.
2: That's great. Actually, when we like find Bambi in the forest, I'll make sure you get a trophy from that too.
4: I I, I put my uh, foot on its head and I have my uh, sniper rifle
3: uh, proudly presented. I say, "Take a picture of me." <laughs> okay. Click, click. The great hunter. We'll find out if these are endangered species on your planet when we get back to civilization. Yeah, they are. If, if I'm around, they're endangered. I, I have it on my uh, little gizmo here, so uh, I've got the. Uh, I've got the email. That, email that to me too. I'll ha- I'll have the evidence that I'll use against you if these are actually endangered. So, <laughs> and I'll send you a copy. Um, well, I'm probably right next to the corpse. So I'm going to rifle through the. Uh, the yeah, uh, there is leadings. a dead cultist oh. corpse
1: that looks like the other ones that you've been encountering, and yeah, it's been it's been thoroughly eaten. So, you're gonna to have to give me a perception check and tell me how you're gonna search this thing because it is, it is like uh, it's like the after the thing type level corpse. It's kind of oh, gross. that's
3: that's actually how I was gonna describe how Mo was gonna go through it anyway. Um, you know, let's see, when you're at the very tail end of carving the turkey for Thanksgiving, yeah. that's what he's doing. He's You've put the carving knife down. You've put that fork you use, you use only once a year down, and your hands are greasy. You just dig in and you just start pulling things off. That's 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 what Mo's doing. Good, so good. Give me your my, perception check. My perception is I'm going to give you a bonus bad.
1: because you're going to use your hands. Bad. I know your perception's bad, but I'll give you a big <laughs> bonus for actually but... diving headfirst into a bloody corpse. I'll give you Uh, a 10, so you got a 17 instead of a 7, because you're you're, you're committed to this. Well, the gear is all demolished. Half of it's eaten, half of it's missing, the suit is torn to shreds. The only thing you can find is a battery and a survival knife that's intact. Ooh, that's kind of cool.
3: Um, Everything else is gone, and if there's a cred stick, you can't find it. All right. Um, the battle knife, how how disgusting is the battle knife? Can I clean it? The survival wanna... knife is totally fine. Uh, the battery and the survival knife are just
1: like we're under the body, and they're just bloody, but they're actually in decent shape. Everything else is worthless and destroyed.
3: Does anybody want this survival knife? No, not me. No, thanks. I have one that that lights up. Uh, just for like uh, some flair, some accoutrement. I'm going to clamp it between my teeth as I go to battle next time. Okay. So Hiroji doesn't money. need it because he has the Hello
1: Kitty Nightlife uh, Nightlight what? version of the Battle knife. <laughs> Flame.
3: <laughs> Flame, on. Yeah. So you can put that on me. That's a light item, or is that a? Uh... It's. It's light. It's uh. Oh, good. It, it's like the crappiest thing in the whole game. But only thing All worse right. is the club. But you got it. Well, he's just going to have it clenched between his teeth, just for effect. So, um, like a toothpick, maybe. And then the battery, I'll just give you. I'll give you the battery
1: too. Sure, that's fine. The um, battery's like half dead, by the way, but it, you, you can recharge
3: it. You mm-hmm. put
1: it on. Uh, put it on Tuttle. Sure.
3: Exactly. The official like hamster wheel charging station. There you are. Um, do you guys want to charge up the stairs and just attack? Who's there?
2: Well, that does strike me as a very mo strategy. So, so uh, that's
1: there's a staircase to your north and that staircase is pretty long. If you give me a sec,
2: I will tell you.
0: Yeah, I just don't know. It's about want to do eighty it feet
1: and it's double move. It's difficult terrain. This is a very steep mountain you're going up. So it's gonna take you can't really charge, but you can try to like run up there in like how many rounds is that? Like two or three rounds to get to the top.
3: So, oh my gosh. We are so gonna get ambushed there that's why i want to charge up there um i just don't want to go up there one at a time kind of how we did this uh battle i can't believe we're not red with damage actually
2: eh, it was a baby
4: i i sling this rifle and i i do pull out my my uh my my pistol like I, go ahead
2: i was gonna say on the other hand i have a pistol in one hand and i pull out a healing potion in my other hand
4: oh good i, I may need that i'm sorry I, I may need that healing serum oh
2: you also want to carry a healing potion No, yeah, <laughs> then I may need
4: you to administer that
2: uh, uh, the gun you want me to shoot you all right
4: he's saying
3: you're the party healer Bob
2: yeah I know I'm not I'm not understanding what he's talking about it makes no sense to me party healer.
3: all right well do you guys like the idea of of double timing it up the uh, stairs
4: yes
2: yes I mean Charge!
1: I, I mean
3: we've never used cheddar's uh jump rockets i mean somebody could just i don't know get up there John? real quick well, they're
1: only good for like a 30 foot jump though they're not going to get all the way up the steps uh, John, i want to okay.
2: be clear about this you actually got three S votes to your crazy plan you should do it as quickly as possible this will never
3: happen <laughs> well i just want to make sure everyone's on. yeah when same you pace. get
2: permission you need to go <laughs> yeah when, when when you hit oil, all right you all right drilling, all, all right
3: <laughs> okay so um that's what we're going to do. I guess, uh, let's see, uh, can we go up these side-by-side? Side? Can we go up these stairs side-by-side?
1: Side? Uh, yeah, there's enough room for side-by-side side if you really wanted to.
3: Okay, yeah, let's do that. Let's get a tighter formation. Are you guys holding hands? Who's Who's your partner? Get your, get your buddy. Reggie's my, uh, my buddy. Nope, I'm right
2: here. Uh, I'm realistically, right. do we want to leave Wayless here? Uh, he can trail behind
3: us 30 feet or something. Yeah, he can trail behind, but... That might be dangerous, too, though. Because um, we're going to be attacked from above. It is 100% going to happen. Um,
1: Presumably he has comms, though. We could leave him down at the landing yeah. and
2: call him when the things are
3: safe. That's true. That's true. Yeah.
2: Wayless, well, you stay here. Uh, see what you can do about making some dinner out of that dead animal over there. Maybe make some chops. Ribs would be very nice. Oh, um,
1: I, could, I can make some sushi out of the mountain eel. It's, it's going to be quite delicious.
2: Lovely. That sounds wonderful. Uh, keep your comms open and let us know if you have any problems.
1: Oh, yes. This this baby mountain eel, it's going to be mm, scrumptious. Now, if I can only find some eggs, I can make some uh, egg omelet to go with this. But
3: uh, I'll see what I can scrounge up.
2: Mo, go for it.
3: Uh, I'll go for it when... Now, do you want us to move up individually or do you want us to to get in formation and then... Cause, I you mean... guys
1: can get in formation if you want. I could even
3: move you. Yeah, you I would once. prefer that you move because... Yeah, there, that's like, that to me, like, Uh, I
2: don't know what the Starfinder equivalent of the Pathfinder thing is. We move as a group. Yeah,
3: I get it.
1: I'll do it for you because it's easy. Are you ready?
2: I go. That's a nice
4: grenade target right there.
1: Ready. You move as a group.
2: Grenade target.
1: You're at the top of the stairs. Let's see what you see. A series of weathered pillars arcs around the entrance to the temple, marking a curved border around a small plaza. So you see what appears to be a plaza of some sort and, uh, you know, sort of like carved into this mountain face. And it appears to be empty.
3: What about above us? Like, are these, how, how high are these walls above us? Are there windows overlooking or
1: something? No. So, is it... uh, so basically, this is, a, this is a very large mountain. You've been going up the mountain. And on the side of the mountain is this very large domed temple the this is carved right in. The mountain actually continues up several thousand more feet. So, this is just like a sheer wall that goes right into trees and vegetation. So, you don't see anything above you directly.
3: Okay. Okay. Um I think we should shimmy along the Oh, yeah, we should tell Waylos to come up cuz there's I, I there, it looks like there's some runes here on the floor. I'm going to uh, shimmy along the wall.
4: You shimmy along the you wall. You know, I speak Elvish too, and how you know. Okay. So, all, right. all does the does way to the happen? west,
1: you see a steep, narrow trail that leaves the plaza from the northwest that appears to wind up more of the mountain, at least probably a mile plus up. So, there's another, but that one appears to just be a natural trail as opposed to these stairs. And way to the west, you see the remains of some ancient buildings. However, you also can see the doors. And in front of the doors, you see what appears to be an elf. Standing in front of the doors, very casually, just doing nothing. Wearing some red armor with lots of straps and belts and some tattered cloth. Does he see us? He sees you and just sort of looks at you and then just sort of looks back towards nothing. He's just sort of staring out into space.
2: Um,
3: Mo's going to whisper, is that a good guy?
4: I can't maybe say I, don't know.
3: I mean, someone could do a culture check, maybe?
4: I'm going to move over to here and sort of uh, do a perception check on it. Okay, give me a roll.
3: 25.
1: 25. This guy... Appears to be a male elf. He appears to be quite
4: undead. And he appears to be wearing... When you say undead, he's not like Eoxian undead. He's like a something else, maybe.
1: He's an elf, but he's an undead elf. Yeah. He appears to be wearing some strange ancient armor that you've never seen before. It appears to... Not to be anything you've ever seen, and it also doesn't appear to be like traditional with you know like sci-fi type armor that you're used to in the Starfinder universe. There's appears to be something that you might have seen, I don't know, from ancient Galarian or ancient you know civilization. Medieval times. Yeah, exactly. Like it's really, really old. And he just looks at so you. So if I wore that
2: to a Ren Fair, people would give me a thumbs up.
1: You you would be very popular at ren Renfairs, yes.
2: Excellent.
3: So this could be one of those good undeads. Mm.
2: Wait, um, there's no such thing as bad undead. Really, honestly, that's just a stereotype. The undead are actually perfectly decent people, and that everybody should actually treat them well. Uh, and
3: Rusty, you stink. Oh,
2: uh, uh, excuse me, I gotta put
3: on some. <laughs> as you walk
1: closer. He looks over towards you and sort of just is looking directly at Mo, but he's making no attempts to do anything. He's simply standing in front of two large double doors that appear to be the entrance to this temple.
3: Mo's gonna wave. You wave to him? Yeah.
1: He nods at you slowly and just sort of nods to your wave.
3: Alright, well, I think I'm gonna stand down. I'm not not going to poke my uh, pike toward him. Uh, You know, I'm not gonna... Like, uh, point pointed at him. Uh, and I'm going to uh, get up here, you cowards. Give come closer so let him let him see you.
4: What kind of check is uh, to know about undead
3: mysticism?
4: Yeah. You have mysticism, the one thing none of us actually do. I, I do,
3: I do have a rank in it.
4: Uh, I will make an attempt
3: 20. Nice roll, <laughs> nice roll 17 for 20.
4: That's a good roll.
1: You can tell that this appears to be a traditional undead. One that you've heard stories about back when you were a kid before undead undead were considered good guys. You know, these are the bad undead. These are the dead undead that people were cursed to become when they were did horrible things in their lives and have tortured and killed countless people. But this is all myth and legend. But this looks like it could be one. Obviously, he's wearing some ancient, ancient artifacts and weird armor that you've just never seen before but also he's not doing anything he's just standing there and it appears to he be- has a weapon now? he actually doesn't that is so the picture shows him with a large weapon he actually doesn't he has a spear not a spear sorry he has a staff that he is holding and that is it
4: Interesting. I
3: say. I really.
4: I, is, is I, an Probably could be a zombie.
3: Yeah. I'm gonna. Ha- I have an idea. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, now, I, I'm going to take a a small pebble, like, you know, maybe smaller than a four sided dice, and I'm going to show it to him. Okay. I'm gonna hold it up in there, show it to him, and with an underhand toss, I'm going to toss it to him. You pet. You toss a pebble to him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. You toss
1: I a. You seven toss seven.
2: a pebble to him, and <laughs> and he and he casts fireball. Yeah, I was about to say. Doesn't that count as an attack? that you have to roll to hit?
3: <sighs> yes, it's he too, could. It could do the grenade thing, but I mean, it's an underhand. It's okay. Not you under throw a little pebble combat. at him.
1: He looks over towards you. When you do that, he takes one step closer to you, and he says. To you, I'm seeing if he's a hologram. He puts up his hand in a halting motion, and he says to you in Elven, "Please stop any attempts to enter." Uh, we don't understand uh,
2: Elven, though. He's not talking any natural language. I'm sorry. This so is do I. A I. I say,
4: uh, I say to him, "What is this place?"
3: Oh, in Elvish? Behind
4: me
1: lies... Yes, in Elvin. Yes. he says, Behind me lies the Temple of the Twelve, the last repository of my people's lore in this system. Before me is the veil beyond which terrestrial ignorance melts beneath the weight of cosmic enlightenment. This is a sacred place.
3: Well, we might have something uh, that could he might appreciate. Uh... Let's see. We found some runes. I think we sketched them or took. Yeah, we took pictures of them. Um, inside uh, the head.
2: I like that idea. Let's let's come with Can I actually make a diplomacy roll? Ooh, while showing him these things to show that we are his friends and interested in Elvish.
3: And I would suggest doing that with Waylos's, uh council, because Welos might know even more about this place. Like he. I see runes on the ground and stuff like that. I think we should bring him into the uh, fold. Like, if that's a mysticism role, is that something that Waylos or Hiroji could do? Well, whatever you're trying to do,
1: that's diplomacy, but you also don't yeah. speak
3: elvish.
2: No, uh, I know. It's somebody, the person who's working with the enemy, Hiroji, is the one translating. Uh, if we need to, we can get Waylos to come here as well.
4: I, I also speak Elvish.
1: Yeah, you can try. There's a negative if you're going to use someone as an interpreter, but you can try.
4: I have diplomacy also. I have a rank. Not very
1: good.
3: Right, you have well, a-
1: I am definitely not diplomatic, though.
3: Um, well, can actually, you, we can't move okay. Waylos up there, though. Um, Steve, could you get Waylos?
2: He's right here with us, actually. There we go. I'll get a little closer. Uh, don't do he that. He holds
3: up his hand as you get closer.
1: He's like, please, the speaker for the Star Eater does not wish to allow you to enter and by his will, I must insist, you are
2: not welcome here. Okay, uh, will you please assist my diplomacy role, Chris? I will.
3: Yeah, and um, Moe doesn't particularly want to go I in do assist. assist. 21,
1: 26, 26 for
2: 28. 28. 28. 28. Yep. So what do you if say? I got, uh, next level, I'll be able to
1: add the D6. What do you say? Tell me what you're going to say.
2: Oh, that. All right, hold on.
1: Give me a general... I,
2: I, always, I always think that the actual mechanical skill might help.
1: It, oh, I it helps, what? but give me a, I need to have a gist so I know how to respond.
2: Welcome, Honorable Guard. As you can see, we have actually been great admirers in researching and learning of your people on this planet, and we only wish to know more. Please let us approach so that we may share our knowledge and that we may partake of yours in friendship and cooperation.
1: He looks at you, Keith and Love. Says to you, I am Pelinar, Sun Spear of the Inscrutable. It is my duty to guard this place against those who would despoil or misuse my people's discovery. I wish I could accommodate you, as I believe you are true friends of the elves. However, I have been compelled to fight anyone who attempts to enter, which unfortunately, includes you. I say again, you are not welcome here. And with that, the spear suddenly flares to life, and you now see a glowing spear of pure energy appear at the end of his, like, looks like a quarterstaff, and he is now sort of guarding the entranceway, and he's not attacking, but he's starting to step it up a little.
2: Mm. Well, I'm also concerned about that particularly because there's a party that's actually wanting to invade and damage the place coming from behind you in that other direction uh, and I'm gonna add a D6 to that
1: okay you do a great bluff check I don't need you don't even do two yeah whatever that's a thirty right. billion
2: yeah thirty four he says <laughs>
1: those you speak of have already entered the temple and studied the secrets within. Some of them later ascended the mountain to commune with the heavens, with the portable shrine they carried. The others remain inside. Again, you must leave. All right, yeah.
2: I'm
4: going to back
1: off.
2: Wait a minute. Yeah, they were allowed inside. Yeah, You
3: let those others
2: in?
3: You're not going to let us in? Hmm,
2: what can I portable on? shrine. Interesting. I
4: moved back behind that
2: pillar. So the others possibly command with the Elven gods. They were the ones that we talked with at the Reclining Woman statue.
3: Uh, they obviously have some artifact that we don't. We don't have any artifacts along. We we didn't find anything, did we? No, I don't think we did. Not really?
2: Only the pool. That was a way to get the blessing of the Elven gods. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's any way we could have like brought that here. We left it three days behind us. It's not convenient.
4: Yeah. Um Pelinar sunspear why would the others allowed to enter and we are not direct approach i love it
1: i am compelled to prevent you from entering they were allowed in as they were friends with the elves
4: Hi. i am friends we are friends with of the elves as well as you can see we i speak elvish
1: again you appear to be good hearted but i am compelled to repel you
3: uh-huh. Can we do a? Can we con this guy to see like what level this guy is? Like how bad he is? He's got the big skull over his head. Yeah.
2: Well, no. as long as he doesn't con purple, we're fine.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Like, is that even a thing? I'm in... trying to remember. Is
2: there anything from the no. temple that would help with this?
3: No, there's nothing nailed down. Everything was nailed down at the temple. I mean, we 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 took the runes. Wayless, what, what, what do you think of this? I mean, what, what's going on with this guy? What, is, what do we need to get through to this guy? Like, what are we missing?
2: Well, what he keeps repeating multiple times is that he's compelled to do this, which actually clearly expresses it's not his will or his desire to do it. It's simply his job. So theoretically, if we can figure out any way to convince him that we go by, he'll be fine
1: with it. Yeah. Uh, Well, I I don't know, but um, I I do know that the Guardians were quite serious in their studies. Uh, I I would think if you uh, were good-hearted or elven, you could get through. Of course, none of us are elvish. So that's sort of the first but, problem but right there. But we
2: are there. good-hearted.
1: Yes, yes, you are good-hearted. Uh, but I would think he's maybe being uh, enchanted by magic or something like that. Uh, perhaps if you can break the enchantment, that that, that might work. But otherwise, uh, I think there's going to be no other way in.
4: You want to? But if you're the- elvish, you could get in. Is that what you're saying also? <gasps>
1: Perhaps they were friendly, and they do recognize elves. So perhaps some of the party before us had some elves, and they were able to get in. I'm not exactly sure, but it would make uh, sense. I'm um, a very furry elf.
2: I point at Hiroji and I tap on my forehead to express his antennas and telepathy.
4: Actually, uh, I, I, I say, I say to this guy, I say to to uh, Sun Spear, we do have an elf with us. Let me go get him.
2: There we go. That's exactly what I was on. Yes,
4: I'm gonna go get him. Do we? Yes, yes, we do. I walk down here, out of his sight.
2: Hold on. Yep.
4: <laughs> you fooled Mo, is what you've done.
2: <laughs> All right, I so have. D- can't, I have can't disguise of ten. What can we do with you?
4: Yeah, I have. I have more. I have better than that. Actually, I have. Uh, right. I have. Not only do I have disguise, I have that hollow skin, which is a excellent device that lets me do that. Um, I have disguise. You have oh. a disguise of ten. I have a disguise of eight. Um, well, So okay. let me read the holoskin, how that works. Uh, the traffic projector is mounted in the belt or arm strap and be programmed using the disguise skill to project the different appearance. When you use a holoskin, you can disguise major features, race or creature type, without without the DC of your disguise check increasing, except against perception checks um, that involve physical examine. So And in this case,
2: you speak elvish, so yes, you're going to be the one to use this. Uh, I will happily assist, which I automatically do.
4: Yeah. All right, so... I don't know what the DC uh, is for that. Let me look at this guy's
2: copy. Yeah, I'm lucky if I have anything else to assist you with this to add to it. Well, uh, I, well, can, I can adjust are... your clothing, try and make it more traditional elvish if we know anything about that. Here, wait, let's come over here. I have five different everyday and formal clothing options. I'm happy to like tear them apart and make a fake outfit to improve this as well.
3: Moe's going to distract this guy by going behind a big rock. And he's gonna act like he's going down the stairs to see to fool him.
2: Is he doing the like going down the stairs mime thing? Then he's yeah, gonna like do the elevator, and and then he's gonna do the escalator. Yeah.
1: I'm tempted to have Cheddar or push the button just to see if it impresses him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're doing tricks to to occupy him so that this guy will be not even remotely suspicious. <laughs>
2: Uh, Chris, I like your plan. I was on the same one, but actually I forgot the hollow suites at skin, so you actually have a better one. And you speak English. So I I am assisting you. I'm I'm going to pull Wayless over here as well, even though I can't move him. There Um, is some kind of DC. I'm
3: going to look for it right now.
2: For a disguise check? Sure.
3: Um, What's going on with the floor? While those guys are doing all that stuff, is there anything uh, fancy about this floor? Not really. Okay. Like, I don't know. It doesn't look mechanical or anything
1: like that, right? Nah, it just looks like it something that would be decorate, you know, like a decoration, right. mosaic tiles, things like that.
3: Um, In fact, Moe's going to ask him that. If Does he respond?
1: If you ask him that?
3: Yeah. Oh, actually, no, he doesn't speak uh, Elvish. I don't speak Elvish. I'll, I'll try and common. I'll point to the floor.
2: All right. D3 right? times 10 minutes of work. I have a disguise kit.
4: I don't think I need that. I don't think that applies if you have the hollow. Uh,
2: it says hollow skin, yes. By using a technological device such as hollow skin, great. Okay. The GM rolls the disguise check in secret, so you're not sure how good the disguise is. The check is opposed by the perception check of anyone who might realize, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh great.
4: There it is. Okay, so the effect is depends on how much you're changing your appearance. All right. So,
2: what's the roll?
4: We roll, and then it's. No, I roll. You give me what the pluses okay. are.
2: Okay. Um.
4: So I'm guessing he's like indifferent, or he's probably unfriendly, maybe.
2: So Steve, he is using his hollow his hollow thing. I am assisting. We're using wireless to assist as far as making him dress in an elvish stint manner, and we're going to use any clothing or actual physical items, as well as my disguise kit, to try and get whatever bonus we can.
3: Do a female elf.
2: I'm ready to go.
4: Okay. So yeah, it says so that 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 thing for the the. The modifier that, that makes it more difficult if you're doing a race of its of a different creature type, it doesn't apply because the hollow skin negates that. Okay, so what's your plus for the hollow skin? That's the advantage of that. So, so it's going to be with his assist as a plus 10.
2: And any extra bonus? Uh, telepathically, let the other guys know that's what we're doing. So like, okay. Mo doesn't say, hey, who's that elf? Or anything like that.
3: So insulting. <laughs> I mean... That's, be
4: nice it'll be it.
2: cheddar. It'll be cheddar. You, you already
3: did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
1: insulting. You actually did that already. I know. I,
3: I know. I'm joking.
4: All right. So now I say, all right. Let's see if this. Let's see if this. Works. I slowly walk over here.
2: Oh, look, we found the elf.
4: I say, I and I. I use a different voice. So I say,
2: I am an elven scholar. I say, hey, there's an elf. Twenty two. He
4: just looks at you. May I approach? approach to study study the temple of the twelve this is like bud bugs buddy disappears and comes back in women's club really is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's not undead i mean he doesn't notice hi there big boy <laughs> and the oh big on uh you're so wild uh, the hearts come out of the eyes and it's like <laughs> wow, this, is, this is like so ridiculous um he looks over at the elf And
1: it says to you, it (laughs) nods to you and says, You may approach. Still, I am afraid you cannot enter. I am compelled to repel any
4: who wish to enter. But you said that the other elves were allowed to come in and study. Oh, did they maybe put compel you? The ones that were here before us? Did they somehow magically... Compel you're The to...
1: speaker for the Star Eater does not wish you to enter, and by his will, I must insist, you cannot enter.
3: Alright, Moe's getting agitated, he's starting to hold onto to his pike, swing it around.
4: Mm. We don't really have any kind of way to break an enchantment or anything. My pike no, we be, don't have that. Uh, something.
2: <laughs> well, if you have
1: a... Mystic or a technomancer, you might be
3: able to do. Oh, that's no. right.
2: Sorry. Yeah, nope, yeah. We got none of that. Uh, I think we're back to plan A. Which is usually but, that ends oh, up
3: badly oh. for us. Plan A. I charge and attack.
2: There you go. Oh, oh, that's hello. <laughs> Roll for combat. And we're in business. Excellent.
1: You kind of knew this was going to happen eventually.
3: <sighs>
2: I feel it was worth trying Dollar. either way. You
1: that's guys. Funny. Look, you tried and you did really well, but he, you can tell he's compelled. There's something wrong. With There's him. Something wrong. He's compelled. Yep. He he probably would have let you in and it's not over. You never know. Maybe you can knock some sense into him before he kills or you. Or knock some
2: sense out of him.
1: Exactly. He was ready for this. I mean, he's been sitting there with his spear ready. <laughs> so, you're charged. He's not
3: surprised. You no. will get rounds of surprise no, on this. Really. <laughs> he's been
1: sitting there. I'm surprised he didn't attack you first. <laughs> he's been sitting there the whole time. And his solar spear whips into action. He immediately attacks Mo. That's a pretty cool weapon. Hits you oh, with a oh 23. Oh, it does 19 points of damage. Uh, yeah he rolls a seven for a 23 he is when you con
3: him yeah he might be purple all right so puddles up on what how did he go through all of my stamina and I'm like a third dead i thought i had everything. you guys didn't do a 10 minute rest yes we did yes we did i was at 34 34 for hit points
2: it was the last thing we said out of last session
3: ah
1: okay then hold on let
2: me read yeah let me I give you give
1: me that again like I appeared fully hit, healed. Nope, you know what okay, happened? Yak. Right. Uh, Mo just didn't. You, it didn't take for you for some reason, Mo. Sorry, you're the only one okay. who didn't. Everyone else is fully healed. Yeah, young. I was okay. It still I, does no, 19 I... points and kills half of your uh, yeah. <laughs> your stamina points. <laughs> Tattles up.
2: Uh, if you wait till after me, I can try and make him flat-footed, Jason.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go ahead and
2: delay. Sorry. Sam, John. Yeah, I'll delay too. Great. All right, I am attempting to, uh, well, make him flat-footed with my attack, which means I do a standard attack, and then I'll make a bluff check. 15
1: plus one, one one-half.
2: Eh. Nope. No, okay, I'm going to re-roll that. You shouldn't tell me if it works or not, I was thinking about it. Yep,
1: Oh, you're right, I'm supposed to, sorry. I'm out of practice. You probably yeah, knew a 21 wasn't going to do it. So. Oh,
2: I know. I was thinking, eh, not good enough. But if I add D6, now I don't like it. So, yeah, that's fine. I re-rolled. Uh, 30, 30,
1: barely. Yeah, you
4: missed.
2: Okay, but he is flat-footed, all of you now. He's flat-footed, through, but through you the end
4: barely he managed, managed to make him flat-footed. Which gives us a plus two to hit or something, right? Pretty
3: much. Okay, so we are... Oh,
2: now Tuttle Jason, and... Uh, yeah,
3: Tuttle and... No. Uh, okay. All right, well Tuttle's up then. All right, well I'm going
1: to shoot at him. Hooray! No, I'm going to say it because Mo forgot. Oh, Mo didn't go yet, so he can't. So I don't know if you give him the plus one because you're not,
3: um, but you miss with a ten. Um, yeah, they just have to be in range. Yeah. Like I don't have to be. And then Tuttle's or
1: then Cheddar's going to move a little closer and also attack.
4: Cheddar. I'm I was wearing my cheddar shirt the other day. Oh, really? Yes.
3: Hit! Nice! For one point of damage. Yeah, that. Did you roll a one out of the D6 or was that mitigated? Yes. No, he okay. rolled a one. Uh, her mo is not. <sighs> well, all right. Yeah, full attack with the uh, the pike. I had the pike ready. Yeah, mate, why do I go last?
4: It's annoying. I have the highest dex because you're slow.
3: I'm going to just do a minus two because he's. He's flat-footed. That's fine. You miss with your six. Wrote, well, four of those six for fourteen misses. The and twenty-five hits.
1: hits. Oh, you did nineteen, LRB. and then he did nineteen. So you trade blows.
3: Hiroji I'm like Rocky. <laughs> yeah, pretty I'm much. I'm standing here. I'm standing here.
4: All right, I'm going to try my trick attack, of course. So it's DC twenty plus his CR. That is correct. 31, you do it. That's probably going to. Yeah, that do it, does yeah. it. That does it. Wow, you usually, right, never ma- you
3: usually never do that. And you get a plus one for. Yeah, what does that even give you? I actually don't even know. Oh, it gives <laughs> it makes, me an extra D8 of damage. It, give, it makes it, makes it, it flat it flat-footed footed, and he gets an extra D8. And it's actually nice.
4: going to do something else if I hit, I'll
3: tell you what. So you have plus He's five. He's a cheater. Between all those things to hit. No, you don't get double flat footed.
1: It only happens once. So he has a plus. Oh. yeah. yeah.
3: Okay, well, you have a plus one for me. Plus right, three. Plus three.
1: attacking Hiroji with your
3: gun. Yeah.
1: Uh, You're four for an 11. So Ugh. even with a plus five, it's not enough. You're uh, done. Okay. He goes. He will just, you know, double attack Mr. Moe. <laughs> Hit you for
4: 17. Points of damage? It's gonna... right. you might as well not wear armor. You know that Mo, right?
3: Yeah, there's I mean they just hit over and over. Well the next one was a <coughs> thirty five
1: and that's you twelve points of damage and now you're almost dead.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, so... is like, he's purple. <gasps> what is going on? Hurry up, help Rusty's up.
2: Yeah, I'm not actually sure what the correct response to this is.
4: Huh. Well,
2: there's the old fashioned just shoot, but And I can try and keep it flat-footed while I'm shooting. But that's about all I can really do. Uh, Cheddar's in my way. Let me move around him.
3: Mo needs some healing.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, It
3: doesn't even matter. What am I going to get? One point of healing? While he's
1: fighting you, he actually does say something in Elvish. He does say... um, I forgot that. He does say, turn away now and end this.
3: Way ahead of you.
2: (laughs) There is the option of... well. We, we go around him, and we go up the you know yeah. the hallway to the upper left, and we go around to the side and all that sort of thing. But in the meantime, let me try and shit him.
3: Yeah, he's way too strong. Turn away.
4: I don't like turning away. I want to go into the Temple of the Twelve. Yeah, well.
2: Rerolling. Okay.
4: I could run into the temple. Maybe I'll, that'll pull him away, you know what I mean? Yeah, there we go. All right, well, that works. You bluff him.
2: So he continues to be flat footed and of course I missed. I mean I rolled a seven to hit. So
1: I'm going to overcharge my pistol. Okay. Well you hit with a twenty three and then four points of damage. Don't you get another something? Then I get an extra D six for the overcharge, Okay. Ooh, nice. Okay, you hit him. Cheddar um, cheddars up. I'm gonna No he cheddars up, sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mo you might have to stand in there. He's gonna die, yeah. So, you guys are rolling like single digits four for nine. Yeah, we misses. rolled a four for cheddar. Yeah. I mean, Mo can hit him. I mean, you did hit him, you traded blows. Oh, well, we
4: all we're
3: cheddar's hitting him. I mean, this is what we get for having an easy
4: battle. This is their pen,
1: our
3: penance for an easy well, battle, okay. yeah. I guess that must be it. Just all these little rolls. Um, I'm gonna delay till after Hiroji that the, the space behind
4: him. Is uh is open right? Those are yes, doors, but the doors are closed. Oh, the doors are closed.
2: And... Uh, you cannot stealth in now. Uh, I would actually no,
4: no. it's just going to run in. Yeah, you can try. You suggest can move. We withdraw and then do
1: a move action to open the door. You can run away too. It's totally feasible. Too. I'm going to
2: suggest we withdraw and actually search around in other areas, see if we can actually find some instruction how to get through here.
4: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take an attack because let's see yeah. I can do yeah.
3: that. It, he's not flat-footed anymore, is he? Um, no, he's still flat-footed.
2: He's, he's still flat-footed, flat-footed oh, but he's also going to kill Mo on his turn. I mean, he might attack, Mo yeah.
3: act. Mo gets to
4: act before that, does he? Yes. Yeah. delay. Yeah, I, oh, I okay. delayed my turn. I see. All right. So okay. let me see what I'm going to trigger attack. Let's do that again. Thirty-one. Pretty good. Let's see, and I will use my uncanny uh, mobility thing so that. When I make a attack of a trick attack before I move, my movement does not provoke an attack of opportunity. So I just maybe I want to move. But all right, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna shoot. Let's see what happens. And this has got pluses for flat-footed and stuff. Roll a five.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <sighs> Rolls a five for a twelve.
1: I don't know what's going on. The dice don't like you tonight.
2: Well,
4: they, they never, never like me. We're all using the all same dice. Right, so, so I'm gonna move.
1: They were supposed to move before. Remember that. You have to move when you do trick attack. It's not after.
4: You have to do it in that order. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but I think I'm still going to move. You
1: can still move, but you can't like go next to him and try to fire, because that would have provoked twice. Because that would have provoked once for getting next to him yeah. and then once for firing. And I know you're using uncanny dodge, but that will only work one time. That won't work twice.
3: Yeah, this guy has a plus 11 for damage. Um.
1: However... He can't do reactions if he's flat-footed, so I believe that includes. Oh, he can't.
4: He can't do attacks of opportunity. flat flat-footed?
1: Yep, he cannot do an attack of opportunity while he's flat-footed. So you can do what you just did—is run. <laughs> You're like running by him, like ah. <laughs> 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 so that's fine. That—that's the one we always forget, but that's actually a big one. So when someone's flat-footed, no attacks of opportunity. Don't forget that one.
4: That's, that's big.
3: Pretty good. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Up. so you guys think we should uh leave because i don't know well, i can't tell yeah. how many resolve points i have on uh hero lab or not hero lab um d20 pro is that you've something only you you have so six? this morning okay oh sorry you have five right okay um do you guys want to bug out uh, yeah it's i'm, really, feel, it's I'm
0: feeling
1: like maybe you. there's a clue somewhere else that maybe we missed that this doesn't seem like this should be this yeah other, but it, at the risk of metagaming it. I
3: mean, he's got plus eleven. Oh yeah, he's well. The fact that he's hitting this hard is just ridiculous. So, um, Mo is going to uh, he's going to withdraw, and he's going to uh, show that he's like, you know, it's cool. It's cool.
1: Okay, you withdraw. Yeah. Well, he still goes. So, and uh, Cheddar's next to him. So. A double attack Cheddar. Oh shit, and I shouldn't have left Cheddar there. He hits for 30 for 16 points of damage. Oh! And rolls a 3 for a... that's not a 19, that's actually a 16. And misses. So his double attack he misses with the second one um, because of the minor. Mulhouse is like Cheddar! Cheddar! I'll get you some spare parts. Hurry up, buddy.
2: What are you doing, Rusty? Yeah. Well, I see him withdrawing. So, uh, okay. Well, I'm He's going. He's
3: hitting to... on a seven. Yeah, yeah I mean. No, I understand <laughs> that.
2: Now, at the moment, I'm moving off, but I'm wondering if, as a standard action, I can express the concept of this is all a misunderstanding as a diplomacy check.
1: I don't think he cares. Well, you can't do it yeah, in but one it round. There's no way you're going to
2: do that. All right, then all I'm doing is I'm going over here. Uh, I can't distract him. Nope. Okay, double movement then. I hadn't actually intended to like sort of run far away. I'd wanted to do something useful, but I don't have any other tricks at the moment. That's it.
4: Okay, I'm going to try to
1: join the other people, and then I'm going to try to get Cheddar out of there.
3: He's flat-footed, so just run right past him. Not anymore, he's not. Oh, all right. Never mind. Well, withdraw. It, withdraw but... won't it won't provoke. So
1: he can withdraw. All right, the yeah. cheddar's
4: going to withdraw.
1: Yeah, you can just withdraw and get the hell out of the dodge. Now Hiroji, what are you doing?
4: Yeesh. All right, I guess now, yeah. <laughs> you're like the
1: only one left. You're like everyone. Ugly. Everyone ran away, and Jenner and Hiroji's like next to him. He's like, "Hey, buddy, what you doing?" Ruh-roh. All right, Ruh-roh. charge,
4: charge him. All right, oh, I will move.
1: Distract him. Oh, Hiroji is really fucking like running. running. Tempted to shoot him again, though you know. Okay, go right ahead, and see what happens. Tempted to shoot him again. I would strongly no.
3: You don't want to
4: strongly. Hey, Hiro- hey uh, Hiroji, why don't you go on over there and get your trophy? Tempted to get my ah, trophy you wanna, off. Of him.
3: You want to attack him? Use a melee weapon. Do that.
4: Oh hell no! Yeah, I don't. Right, well, I could move more. I Could double move up to the northwest and say, "We're We're leaving." But I'm kind of curious to see what he does, so I'll stay here. I guess I could ready a standard action, right? um Yeah, you can ready. What I could are you ready a about? standard action that if he moves, makes an aggressive move towards me, I will shoot him. Okay. Then I'm done.
3: Now he's up again. Charge! Um, yeah, I'm just going to double move out of here.
4: <laughs> Charge.
3: Wow. Brave, brave Sir Robin. And why? I'm... Oh, I can't get... Sorry, never mind. Alright, so everyone ran away? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Looks like it. We'll
1: we'll see how big his leash is.
4: Brave brave Sir Robin ran away.
1: Something interesting happens. He looks at you all and says in Elvish, Do not approach the temple again. And as he says that, his... Body is surrounded with an envelope of fiery plasma that goes out 10 feet in all directions. And if you were standing there, that would have been really, really, really bad. And then he steps back.
2: Wait, three reallys? Not just one? Three. It was wow.
1: basically the burst of a sun just went around him. And some of you could actually probably do a check on what that was. Yes.
2: Not me. I have no idea.
1: Believe it or not. No. Actually, anyone can do a check on that. That will be. It's
3: probably magic. Nope. I'll say culture.
1: Wait, is he a Solarian?
3: Culture check. I can't do that. I can do it. Twenty-seven.
1: That was a Solarian power, and that was the Corona ability which does at least something like 35-plus points of damage if it
4: hits you. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, that is annoying. All right, well, I guess we're going to have to maybe press on, and maybe if we find these other people, we can rough them up and make them let us
2: Well, there are other places to look around. For instance, I'm seeing to the south-southwest, there's... Walls of this structure, which could have a secret door. I yeah, he might be off to the north. <laughs>
3: yeah, we'll see whether or not. Let's get uh
4: Weyland, like, tar- come over, come, come, approach and uh, make a wide arc around the, yeah. the elven guy. He's
1: like walking, but like Weyland is doing the old like when they're sneaking out of prison. Like his back is to the wall, and he's going right. really, really slow and always facing him because he does not want to get killed.
2: Yeah. Uh, are we in rounds right now?
1: Now you dropped out of rounds, and he went back to guarding the door. But he has a mean expression, and he's looking
2: at you with, like, evil intent. All right, I would like to go over here out of his line of sight. This would be the place to stealth from, I would imagine.
3: I'm uh, going to take a couple hits of uh, that uh, healing serum.
2: I'm going to go inside this
4: structure and look around.
1: That structure is a small 10 by 10 house that has no roof that is full cover. Uh, in that structure, so he can't see you.
3: Okay, so I'm rolling for healing. There's nothing in there. You get a one.
4: Just get the ones out of the way. You know that's it!
3: Whoops, I did the wrong way. You might as well. You might as well. No, leave it, leave it, leave it. All (laughs) right, so I'm going to roll again. Seven. Seven. One more time. Okay, that's that's three freaking serums gone. All right. You got nine left.
4: Is there anything in this structure or no?
3: No, nothing.
4: All right, I guess we should search the outside here.
1: Hey, everyone, Steve here. So that was an interesting fight, one really simple fight where they took almost no damage, and then one where they were all going to die horrible, horrible deaths. Which leads me right into my GMPC tip, is what to do about Impossible Encounters. So, going back to 1st Edition D&D, there was this concept that we grew up with, all of us, all five of us in the show, where in 1st Edition, it was really hard. And basically, things weren't balanced like they are now. All Encounters kind of went like this. 15% of them were really easy, 60% of them were medium and designed for your level, 15% 15% were really, really hard, and 10% or so were completely impossible. As in, you had 0% chance of winning. Zero. Like you against a level 20 dragon. You will not win, no matter what you do. And you need to run away. Now, I grew up with D&D, and I grew up with this methodology. So, luckily, I recognize when it's time to run away. And, luckily, these guys also did, because they also grew up with that mentality. Now, was this set up like this? Not really. This guy was already pretty hard, and they were supposed to be level 4, and this guy is level 6, but he probably would have been a little bit easier if they had a different party makeup. However, there's a few things working against them. The first thing is, in Starfinder, as we're learning, that there's kind of these tiers, if you will. About every five levels, there's a new tier. For example, the weapons sort of have level 1 to level 6 to level 11 to level 16 tiers. So this guy was level 6, which means he was already on a next tier. He had stronger attacks, he had stronger special abilities because he was a Solarian, and he had stronger weapons. So not only was he two levels higher, but he was on another tier, so he's practically three levels higher in my opinion. So it's not like it was a level, I don't know, two guy fighting a level four guy. Level fours fighting a level six, big, big difference, and you saw that. Plus, he had a supersized AoE that would have done a huge amount of damage. There was almost no chance they were going to win this. Add- Best, they were probably going to get a couple of them knocked out and then maybe they can drag their guys away and, like, somehow make a peace treaty. So what do you do when you encounter these impossible things? I've lived through a lot of these adventures where my guys have died, and I've actually done it with these people and I've even spoken about it in some past episodes. One thing is, as a GM, is if there's something that's going to be really hard for the PCs you make sure you tell them, okay? We're talking about conning in this. For those of you who don't know, in video game terms, there's a thing where you can con an enemy and you can see how difficult they are. It's popular in World of Warcraft and pretty much all games now, and by the color, So, for example, if they're like white or gray, they're super easy. If they're green, they're like your level or easy. If they're red, they're going to be really, really hard. And if they're purple, then it's 100% impossible. There's zero chance, absolutely no chance that you will win whatsoever if you fight something purple. And that's why these guys were saying, this thing cons purple, we got to get out of here. And I even said it because they should know that this guy is way above their pay grade. And look, at that point, I gave them the information. They know this fight is pretty much impossible to win, if not near impossible, and they have to make the decision. That's the best thing you can do as a GM, is just make sure that the PCs have the information. Now, sometimes they might not believe you, or they'll call you unfair, or say, oh, you killed us. But you know what, if you kind of let them know, hey, look, this guy is hitting really hard, and they obviously knew that, because they were going down fast. Their strongest, most heavily armored guy was getting destroyed. They realized, wow, this guy is just going to rip us to shreds. And I also told them directly that this guy is too hard for them. Now, just to let you know, I kind of was a little upset with myself after hearing this. I don't think I actually did this and ran this as well as I could have. I probably should have let Chris go into the temple by himself, But the big thing is that this guy is enchanted and they needed magic from what I can see to sort of break out the enchantment. And because there's still not a lot of rules for Starfinder, I couldn't really think of any way within the rule set that they could easily break the enchantment. Obviously, in a few months or a year or so, when they keep expanding more and more rules and they add more spells and they add more abilities, this might be easier to do. But right now, because they had no magic whatsoever, it was a little hard for me to figure out a way for them to break this enchantment. I probably should have figured out a way ahead of time, knowing their party, and that's on me, and I totally take blame for that. But I had a backup that, well I'm not going to tell you it because it might come up in a future episode, but I did have a backup so that they don't totally die, or at worst a couple of them dropped and then they get dragged away. Now some of you might say, well maybe they should just all die, and you know what, I can go that way too. I could just have them all die. There's a lot of thoughts on that, but that's a talk for another show. I'll talk about whether or not you should have your characters die to a low level or a mid level minion. This guy was actually a mini boss in my opinion, and mini bosses and bosses I think can kill characters no matter what. As for a PC, I'll be honest with you, run away, man. I've seen too many times where PCs all decide that they should always win, that every fight is winnable it's not always winnable we were playing karen crown and they were fighting basically a shapeless green color that's right color from outer space and this thing was impossible they couldn't figure out how to hit it it was doing a massive amount of damage to them and they were all gonna die and you know what they did they ran away they ran to town they figured out what the heck was going on they bought a whole bunch of equipment and all these wands and spells and they spent several thousand gold to gear up they went back and then they killed it That is what you do. Now, unfortunately, they're in the middle of the jungle, so they can't go back and gear up and kill this guy. They're gonna have to figure out a way around him, and you'll find out next week how that works. But I tell you, as a PC, if you're fighting something and you're all going to die, run away. I can't emphasize that enough. If you're a GM and you know that this is gonna be a near impossible encounter, you can either cheat it and make it easier, You can either tell your PCs that this is really hard and sort of give them hints that they might run away. Or you can just have the guy just knock them all out and just give them a stern warning and maybe take something from them as a consequence for them losing and then throw them away as well. That's another way you can kind of like cheat the rules and not kill everyone off directly. There's actually lots of ways this can work out. I'm just kind of giving you a couple of my tips off the top of my head. But if you have a few, go on the Discord and let's discuss them and see what other ways you too can handle impossible encounters. So a few show notes. Don't forget, listen to our latest Starfinder Society podcast where we finished up Adventure 1-4. It's only three episodes long, nice and short. And you can hear what happened and if they all survived because they had a similar encounter. Also, don't forget, we have a new podcast every Tuesday. Do subscribe to us on iTunes and Android. And don't forget, Jason does have a new Talking Combat column every Thursday where he reviews and goes through every episode. Do check out our Discord. You can get a free t-shirt. All you got to do is go get to level 10, and you can pick out any of the many t-shirts absolutely for free. Also, if you want to GM something, get a free t-shirt too. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. Don't forget, do follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Check out our Reddit channel. Check out our Patreon if you want some cool stuff. Also, if you're going to Gen Con, I will be there. If you want to meet up with us, we do have something official through Gen Con. Sunday at 2 p.m., Lucas Oil, Meeting Room 2. Roll for combat. I'm going to be giving out free t-shirts. I know a couple of the other fans are going to be there. So do check us out if you want to meet me and some of the other fans of the show. And do check out, we are going to be doing a review of the Starfinder Armory very, very soon. We're also going to be doing a really big review of the Pathfinder Playtest Rulebook. Let's just say you're going to like what you see. But with that, I'll talk and see
0: you guys next week. Later. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. And listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember Hiroji's motto, I've got this. Oh, wait, no I don't.